Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of The Wise Man's Fear and then discuss it. This is page 671. She gave me a solemn look, so rare a thing on her fair face. You have your tale, your who and how. There is a final secret now. So all your owlish listening lend. She brought our joined hands back to the surface of the water. This is the part on which you must attend. Florian's eyes were black in the dim light. The moon has our two worlds beguiled, like parents clutching at a child, pulling at her to and fro, neither willing to let go. She stepped away, and we stood as far apart as we could, the stone gripped in our hands. When she is torn half in your sky, you see how far apart we lie. Valerian reached toward me with her free hand, making futile grasping gestures in the empty water. No matter how we long to kiss, the space between us is not ripe for this. Valerian stepped forward and pressed the stone close to my chest. And when your moon is waxing full, all of fairy feels the pull. She draws us close to you, so bright. And now a visit for a night is easier than walking through a door or stepping off a ship that's near the shore. She smiled at me. "'Twas thus while wandering in the wild you found Fulurian mandling child." The thought of an entire world of fake creatures drawn close by the swelling moon was troubling. "'And is this true of any fay? She shrugged and nodded. "'Have they the will and know the way? There are a thousand half-cracked doors that lead between my world and yours. How have I never heard of this? It seems it would be hard to miss, fay dancing on the mortal grass.' She laughed. But has not just this come to pass? The world is wide and time is long, but still you say you heard my song before you saw me singing there, brushing moonlight through my hair. I frowned. Still, it seems I should have seen more signs of those who walk between. Valerian shrugged. Most fay are sly and subtle folk who step as soft as chimney smoke. Some go among your kind in shaden, glamoured as a pack mule laden, or wearing gowns to fit a queen. She gave me a frank look. We know enough to not be seen. She took my hand again. Many of the darker sort would love to use you for their sport. What keeps these from moonlit trespass? Iron, fire, mirror glass, elm and ash and copper knives, solid-hearted farmers' wives who know the rules of games we play and give us bread to keep away. But, worst of all, my people dread the portion of our power we shed when we set foot on mortal earth. We are more trouble than we're worth, I admitted, smiling. Florian reached out and touched a finger to my mouth. While she is full, we'll never know. Because the page is over, so I guess I'll tell you who I am. My name is Nick, my friendly clam. Clam? Well, okay, it's over now. I'm Jordana. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jeremy. Uh, and Jordana's this... been transformed into a friendly clam. I a new podcast mascot. <laughs> no, Jordana, the friendly clam. The friendly She's the friendliest clam, clam you know. <laughs> I don't even like clams. Um, well, okay, well, I have best I like you. liking clams, Jordana. You no, are no, one. You are... <laughs> Stop it. Maybe I don't like myself. Dark wow. truths. Shocking. Okay. Anyway, back to what we're actually up to here. Okay, so I have a thing from what? the last page, but I feel like it's sort of. It's sort of also important for this page because we're talking about the rhyming and there's lots of rhyming and it's very nice. I'm very glad that Nick read it because the rhyming is great when Nick reads it. Also when Jeremy reads it. Pretty much when anybody except me reads it. Um, okay, so uh, in the last page before this one, uh, 
She says, this shaper of the dark and changing eye stretched out his hand against the pure black sky. So I'm wondering what changing eye means in that context or if it's just for the rhyme. Because it feels like well, everything on this page eyes? rhymes and Yo, is important. Jo- Jord, who yeah, do we know who stole an eye from a dude? We know someone who stole an eye from a dude? Oh. Someone stole an eye? Oh no, what did I forget? Celatos <laughs> blinded himself, remember? Uh, that's not really... That's... But... But didn't he do that to himself? Snow, well, I might be misremembering. I, I might have misremembered that Haliax slash Landra like took his eye because his eye would help him. Yeah. So okay. no, anyway, the shaper of the dark changing eye. Yeah, okay, fine, 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 fine. Yes, okay, good, good. I'm glad that we talked about that. Excellent. In the story, Celatos blinds himself, uh, as I recall, in in contrition for for trusting Haliax in that story. But what I was getting at something else, there's someone else we know who has changing eyes. Uh Quoth has changing eyes. Yes. But he's obviously not the person Valurian's talking about. No. But we've been talking about we have been talking about how he might have fey blood. Uh, okay, so it's pre- fey, fe- the fey blood. Thing. Well, maybe it's a specific fey. Right, maybe it's a specific fey lineage. Or maybe it's a time loop. It's We don't get enough information. Anyway, that's also a previous page, so that's right. uh, we're not allowed to talk about it. I do want to talk about how on this page, Filurian lists some of the rules. Yes. Or it seems that way. Like some of the things you can use to keep away fey. Iron, fire, mirror, glass. Elm and ash. Uh, yep, dig a pit that's 10 by 2, Ash and Elm and Rowan 2. Fae and demons are pretty much the same thing. I think we've figured out, and there's enough information floating around in folklore about how to keep demons away, that it's appropriate at keeping Fae away. And of course, like, not all the folklore, like, some of the folklore is bunk and some of it is true, but it only matters that the parts of it that are true are true. Like, you don't have to have Elm and Ash and Rowan 2, you just have to have Elm and Ash but the Rowan doesn't hurt. It's interesting that she mentions iron and she mentions copper, but specifically she mentions knives when she mentions copper. So does copper of other kinds not count? It has to be a copper knife. Seems like uh, iron in any form is is uh, an anathema to the Fae. Like Bast just doesn't like being around it. It bothers him. Uh, he doesn't seem to be bothered by copper, but presumably a copper, copper weapon might be something different. So maybe there is something different about it. Maybe if like copper breaks the skin, it's yeah, different. yeah. Like vampires aren't like damaged by wood; they're specifically damaged by a wooden stake through the heart. You know, it's it's a more specific yeah. weakness. And there is something else I want to talk about that Florian brings up: is that it seems like she, you know maybe she's a prisoner, maybe she's not unclear, but definitely Fay go across all the time is what she is saying. Uh, it might be difficult, mm-hmm. but there's enough Fay who are able to go around in Shaden, which is also the same term that uh, Elodin uses to Quoth when he notices his shade. He says, how did you become in Shaden? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is perhaps the same magic that allows the Fae to pass unnoticed in, in the mortal world. But more interestingly, 
I suspect that this is evidence that we've met a Fae in the real in the, the real world, in the mortal world, in the narrative already, not just Bast, who we know is a Fae, but there might be some characters or some creatures that we've seen already who are Fae and are hiding their nature. And furthermore, uh, among the examples that she lists, one of them is a pack mule. Yes. Uh, glamoured as a pack glamoured mule. Glamoured as a pack laden. mule laden. So what if the Tinkers... So are we talking like... I'm talking uh, about Tinkers, and I'm yeah. saying maybe it's not the Tinkers who are magic. Maybe it's yeah. their maybe it's their mules. Yeah, it's the pack mules yeah. who are fey in disguise. Yeah. I mean, maybe the Tinkers are also magic. Maybe they and their mules are like... Could be a partnership. Yeah, exactly. Could be a partnership, but I like the gag. I like the gag of it that like everyone respects the Tinker. No one suspects the, uh, the pack mule, and maybe like the Tinkers themselves don't understand what is happening. Or maybe the tinkers are a glamour, right? Yeah. Like maybe the t- like the like the human tinker that you're talking to is like just an illusion that the fame who has glamoured themselves as a mule has created. Well, there's only one way to find out for sure. To read, you gotta murder the to tinker. Read on. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, that would be a really bad idea. I don't actually mean that because that would definitely be like bad luck forever. Well, there is a theory out there that would be bad luck forever. that's been floating around that the uh, the tinkers are Fey who have spoken to the Kithea, and oh. that like they're Ooh. they're like spreading the you know the quote unquote the good word of the Kithea by by going out. Like the only other creature we know with like foresight is the Kithea, right? So uh, there's some theory there. I don't know. Like, I definitely. Love to love to gather information. Uh, can speculate till the cows come home or till the uh, pack mules come home. In this case, even that other example could be a clue as well, right? Wearing gowns to fit a queen. What if one of the uh, the noble ladies at the mayor's court is a fae? What if? What if the Lacklaces are all de- descended from fae? Yeah, or not? I mean, yes. Or. What if they simply are Fae? What if they are Fae who divide their time between the mortal world and, and the Fae world? Could be. I think Jordana is more likely. Like, they're descended from Fae. We know that the Lacklaces are an extremely old family. They probably descend from the same time as Felurian uh, in the story she's telling. When we're talking about the celestial mechanics here, I think it's interesting that it's not the way that Fleurian describes it, it's not that the the mortal world and the fey world are pulling the moon back and forth between them, but rather that the moon is kind of like orbiting between them and it pulls people from one side to the other on its way, right? Like it really does feel like the way that, that gravity and gravitational forces work in astrophysics. The moon has such a pull that when it's moving from the fey world into the mortal world, it becomes easier for fey to travel to the mortal world because they're like going with the pole. And when it starts waning, when it becomes uh, a moonless night because the moon is moving back into fey, it pulls mortals along in its wake back into the fey. I like it. As do I. And that also maybe speaks to the significance of the moon. Like why why they couldn't make a new one? It's something fundamental about the world. Yeah, yeah. I think also because it's a unique entity, can you create something that is like a wholly unique entity by naming or by shaping? We don't know the limitations. We know very little about shaping. Ostensibly, the Fey realm itself is a new and unique, like planet, 
right? They could do that. I suppose. I was thinking that it it's sort of just like a it's just a it's a space and space exists around them already. I don't know. I I think that we simply don't have enough information, but I think that the fact that they could not create a moon is significant in and of itself, right? Like that was a thing they for whatever reason could not could not shape into existence. I think that Auri rediscovered shaping and it was the the discovery of that that kind of drove her batty. That's kind of my pet theory about about Auri. It's like the 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 profundity of what she had discovered about the nature of the world is what caused her to crack that way. And that's why she fears to use it and fears, you know, seems to fear magic and power and in slow regard of silent things she is very very loath to work her will upon the world until she finds a you know she sort of finds like an excuse to do it at the end or like a a uh, almost like a loophole she she shapes the candle for Quoth as i recall um but i don't know the, i think the only shaper the closest thing to a shaper that we have we see is uh well Auri and then possibly Flurian. Like has Flurian shaped the the shade? I think it's more likely that there's another kind of magic, like the the sort of fundamental elemental fey magic that Flurian used to make the shade. I don't think it's the same as shaping. Yeah, because I think if, if she was shaping it, then she would refer to herself as a shaper at some point, and she does not. She always yeah. talks about them as they they could do this and that. And furthermore, she is like she talks about shapers the way I talk about wizards, right? Like, like they could do things that were wondrous and mysterious, and I don't understand how they did them. Yeah, and shaping seems very brutal, at least the way that she talks about it. Feels like a very like fascist. Um, wow, whoa, hey, geez, <laughs> that's I think that's a big leap. All right, all right, that's putting a lot onto. Onto shapers. <laughs> I think the shapers are are the bad guys. Well, whether or not they are the bad guys, that doesn't mean that they're fascists. <laughs> that's that's a very specific word to use, and I don't think that it applies. All right, whatever. It seems to me that the shapers are ambitious. Like they're like mad scientists. They like they they refuse to be restricted in what they will attempt to create. Because why should they? But that's nothing at all to do with fascism until you want to create you know a social structure and uh inflict your will upon the world yeah but i want to create inflict my will upon the world but i'm not a fascist you want to but you don't very different well because i don't have the power <laughs> if i did then i would but that doesn't that wouldn't make me a fascist oh, either no. Wait, what? of course not if it doesn't come from Italy in the 1920s, it's not fascism. It's just sparkling authoritarianism. I'm sorry. <laughs> and frankly, I don't even think that you could tar the shapers with that brush. All right. All right. There's no there's no indication that they tried to control other people. I cheerfully withdrawn. Simply want to master the fundamental forces of the universe and who could blame them? <laughs> oh, that is the funniest way to have described fascism in like the the it, if it's not from italy in in that time period that it's just sparkling authoritarianism that's so funny well i definitely just saw that on the internet somewhere i didn't make that oh, okay i was gonna say I, I feel like that needs to be made into a t-shirt <laughs> uh, i'm sure it, i'm sure it is i'm sure it's worn by the most annoying chuds you can imagine 
No, I would never. I would never wear that T-shirt. I'm just saying it's it's so funny that I feel like it, someone should be write the change it down you want to see in the world, Jordana. Just like a shaper. No, no, someone has on the internet, or you wouldn't have said it. So I don't need to be that shaper. Jordana coming that. down fully on the side of the knowers. <laughs> Listeners, you can tell us what side you fall on by writing us a letter at pageofthewind at gmail dot com. You can visit our shiny new website at pageofthewind.com for such things as uh, links to our merch where you can get the sparkling fascism t-shirt designed by our own Jordana. That's not happening. Uh, And many other shirts besides. Does that have a link to our Patreon? It does. If you care to support the show uh, and help me buy a new computer because all the episodes that we recorded on my computer uh, caused it to burn out and explode. Uh, then uh, you can go to our website where you'll find a link to our Patreon. And uh, joining our Patreon will get you access to such wonderful things as an extra episode every month where we talk about whatever we want, uh, a lot of great art by Jordana, and a few other delicious tidbits. And if you just want to join the conversation and keep engaging with the Page of the Wind community and the other pagers, you can join us at the Discord, which you can also find a link to on our website. Oh, Hell yeah. We do have a link on the website. Excellent. Right. Because otherwise I have no idea how people would find us on the Discord. I mean, I think if you just go on Discord and like search for the Page the Wind Discord, you'll find it. All right. Um, But our website is your one-stop shop, lovingly recrafted by Nick. Shaped, if you will, uh, for he has worked his will upon the weft and warp of the World Wide Web and, uh, and woven for us a webbed site. Lovely. Good time, friends. Good time, friends, for all. (laughs) You'll have a good time with us, your friends, on tomorrow's page. Uh, The Wind.